and the Vortex opens up and we come out of the Speed Force. Hey everybody, Dave here and it is time for Flash Time on Out of the Speed Force. How are you doing tonight, Greg? Uh, really bored. You know, when I quarantined myself in uh, the pipeline to get away from this uh, this virus that's going around, I uh, forgot to bring some stuff to keep me busy uh, while I waited for everything to clear up. And uh, now I'm a little too terrified to go out and uh, grab my stuff. How about you? Well, it's one of them things where I'm sitting here, sitting here in my own little cell going, what's missing? What's missing? Nice you know, TV. After a couple days, yeah. You know, a couple days in here, and I, I kind of realized why uh, most of Flash's villains that uh, stay in here don't really uh, repent for their sins. Well, yeah, when all you got to, got to look at is four walls and, and a retractable toilet and sink, what are you going to do? You're going to plan your revenge. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, just dealing with the toilet alone. It, it It's embarrassing, but at least it's better than getting sick with a death virus. Well, everybody, how y'all doing tonight? That's our little play on the... on the... Interestingness that is the COVID nineteen. Hopefully, uh, you have uh, managed to snag some toilet paper, and since that apparently is uh, going in short supply, and have uh, doused yourself in a uh, hand sanitizer. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Because I mean, you can't just get enough hand sanitizer. No, you need to uh, pour that self all over your body like uh, one of those face scrubbing commercials where you uh, you know throw the water into your face and everything. So do that with your whole body. Anytime you think you get dirty, too. Indeed. But none of this really has much relevance with the Flash. It would have been more timely well, if they would have had blood work be the... Uh, be the uh, um, the big bad for the back half of the season and do whatever they're doing now in the first half. I wonder if they'll consider doing it just in case, uh, unless they feel like it would be a little too yeah, Probably too soon. Probably too soon. And and bear in mind, people, if, if we, when you're listening to this, we're just joking. We, we know it's a very serious situation. I've got three kids. I have one on the way. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's, we, we're it's aware. It's aware. It's on our minds for a very, very big reason. <laughs> uh, you know, actually, they're, um, I know it's a Marvel property, but um, I think they're actually refilming um, some stuff with uh, the Winter Soldier Falcon um, show because it was supposed to uh, deal with some sort of uh, biological weapon. So I think they might actually be uh, possibly going back and uh, taking that out or something. I've heard uh, between that and a few other things, they've stopped production on on that as well. I know that they've stopped production on the CW shows, so eventually we'll run out of content. But I'm sure once this all comes down, everything will get back to normal. Oh, well, I mean, we have three and a half seasons of content to uh, fall back on in case. But yeah, it could get very interesting down the road Yeah, in regards to what we have to cover. Or how we're going to cover it now that I think about it. 
Oh, we'll reverse flash time. I was actually thinking of season uh, season seven. Mm, that's true. But we'll borrow that problem later. Why don't we, instead of instead of just chatting away here about things not related to the Flash, let's get to what we're actually here to talk about. The new episode or the last episode of the Flash, because by the time you guys hear all this, unless you're listening live on our, in our various places, it's not new anymore. It's not even new now, but it's closer. Yeah, so hopefully by the time you listen, well, if you're listening to us in the future, it was all over and it's not a not a big deal, whereas it's a big deal for us at the moment. But shall we get into the description of the episode of The Flash? Yes, um, Death of the Speed Force, episode uh, 614. Uh, do you want me to read the plot summary? Okay. Kid Flash returns to Central City with a Zen attitude and new, trick, and new tricks up his sleeve. While thrilled to see his family again, Wally confides to Barry that he returned because he thinks there's something wrong with the Speed Force. Dun, dun, dun. What? Uh, meanwhile, Cisco returns from his fact-finding mission across Earth Prime. Here he got to go to Atlantis. Apparently, it smells pretty bad. Very fishy. Yeah. But poor Cisco. I feel like he got the short end of the stick this episode in a way. Comes home. What what should be a big affair, and only to crash Wally West's return home party on the same day. What are the odds? If it didn't have to happen for the episode. <laughs> No, it's a, yeah, it's, you know, I was thinking about that. Like, uh, well, I mean, we've had the past couple episodes, you know, like we had the one with, uh, with Ralph coming back. Um, and then to have both Wally and Cisco come back at the same time, you know, kind of, uh, I don't know. It definitely kind of made things feel a bit weird in this episode. Uh, I wasn't exactly the, I know there's a lot that happens in this episode, but um, I wasn't the biggest fan. But the, I mean, there's still some good stuff and some interesting stuff. But um, uh, overall, it's uh, wasn't my favorite this season so far. Which I think we've kind of had a past a, a run of the, those kind of episodes for the most part. It's all I mean, it's all building. Yeah, overall, I thought the episode was okay. I mean. There is a lot crammed in. Like, there's a lot. I mean, there's no way we're going to cover everything that happened in this episode tonight. But, uh, I mean, the things that I that I want to want to cover will will be plenty, I'm sure. And plus, whatever you have will will go hand in hand. I'm I'm certain. Oh sure, Uh, and you know it was, and it was good to see Wally. mm -hmm. We haven't seen Wally in a while. And so, uh, you know, and when, with him being back, like, you know, sometimes when people come back, you know, it doesn't really feel like much. But I don't know, like when with Wally back, you know, you definitely felt like you missed him. Right. I was never, to be honest, a Wally West fan. I, I didn't really like the take that uh, the Flash took on the character. Not that I knew much about the character to begin with anyway. But... uh yeah, it was one of those things. I knew that Wally West would eventually become Kid Flash or The Flash, depending on how they played it. I was aware of that. But there's just, just something I don't particularly like about this Wally West. I can't put my finger on it. 
It's not like the it's not like the guy doesn't doesn't do a fantastic job playing the part, and he plays off yeah. of Grant Gustin so well. So I, I just I don't know. It's just I guess it's just me personally. Yeah, I mean, Wally West is my Flash from the comics, and the, his uh, portrayal does not compare to um, the Wally West that I uh, knew in the nineties. Um, and so, but you know, all these I have with all these characters, I accept for who they are on the CW show because they, you know, what, what I imagine them from the comics and what, how they are interpreted in this show are completely different. And that's okay. Just because I, I know what to expect, you know, what to accept with this show. Um, and, you know, like, I don't really care for Wally's uh, like Zen attitude. It, it doesn't feel very much like the Wally West that I know. Um, so this is, it feels more of like a different character, but you know, as you, as you said, like I felt that, um, the actor, you know, he interacts with Grant really well, like the scenes that they had together, both when Wally's frustrated with him and then when he connects with Barry and they have that heart to heart, you know, in, um, you know, the little side room at Star Labs. That all felt really genuine. Um, it, I felt that those were um, some really good scenes. But I also, I, and you know, it all goes to uh, you, know, you know to Joe. But uh, all the scenes, heart to heart stuff between Joe West and Wally West, you know, was done really well. And uh, I mean, I agree. Joe's just a great father figure. He always, you know, whether I. I find the scenes sometimes sappy or not. You know, he's a great um, springboard for the characters to talk off and talk with about the problems they're going through. And, you know, whether it's Barry or Iris or Wally, it feels genuine and, and real. In a show that can sometimes be silly, you know, it, it always has some sort of weight to it. Yeah, I agree. And and I always love the Joe, the Joe and or Barry or Wally or Iris or whoever moments. Love seeing the Papa Joe, even though he's relegated more to a background character now, which really it really should be. He's Captain West now. He does what he can. Still handles the family problems where he can. It's an appropriate role. I guess I mean we should I think mainly talk about um the big thing that's happening in this episode and it's mm-hmm. what's happening to the speed force. So yeah, the death of the speed force. I learned recently that's a actual comic arc a more recent one. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about it, but uh, I heard there's some things that they could pull from there if they, if they want to, there's uh but let's just look at it. How that was presented to us here. The, the, the too long didn't read of it is that when Barry went into the Speed Force with the help of the Spectre and during Crisis, it was, it was the Spectre energy is some, some kind of energy that the Speed Force hadn't had to deal with before. And while they tried to contain it and quarantine it, kind of fitting for the situation we're currently living through, they, they couldn't. They had a problem with it. And now the Speed Force is dying. And by the it end of the episode, um... kind of dead. Yeah, it kind of makes sense given the Spectre's character um, and everything related to the Spectre. You know, the Spectre 
only, you know, partners with people that have died. Especially in the comics, he mainly is uh, to uh, basically God's wrath. And uh, anyone that comes across him usually uh, doesn't live for long. And so even though this was used to restart everything, it kind of makes sense that um, the power kind of uh, had some negative uh, ramifications, which I didn't even really think of when it happened. Uh, like, it, it didn't... Going into this episode, I, I just imagined that everything that was going on with uh, the Speed Force was just because of crisis with uh, all the... Right, that's what I was thinking, shifting. too. Yeah. And, and really... Like when, when Barry talks about, you know, thinking that it's possibly because he did, um, the vibrating, uh, karate chop to, uh, the speed force when they were in his mind, um, that could have made sense for like why the speed force was, um, was having so much trouble. Possibly. Uh, and you know, the, yeah. And that was a good scene too. Like the, the scenes with, uh, his mom is the speed force. Um, it's all well done as well. But yeah, it, uh, so speed force is dead. And now both Barry and Wally are, uh, running on basically a, uh, running on fumes. Of their, yeah, pretty much. Like, uh, it's like, uh, in the Green Lantern where, the Green Lantern has to recharge his power ring um, because I, I, whenever he uses it, it drains the ring's battery until it uh, risks uh, going empty. And so, you know, without that Speed Force battery, Barry and Wally are kind of stuck with uh, what they have. And uh, I don't know, like it's a it's a good idea. I think my the reason why I'm not super excited about the storyline even though I think it it has the potential to be very good it's just I think I've burnt out on Barry risk losing his powers or lose you know losing his speed stories mm -hmm. that, uh, for it to be another one of these it uh, isn't exactly the most exciting for me it would be different if this was playing along for like you know like a couple decades worth of stories but it seems like almost every, not every season, but a lot of the seasons, there's at least a story with Barry losing his speed. Right. But again, I mean, at least with this, I think the, the premise works. And I like where it's headed, but just overall, it's not something I am super excited by. Well, I don't think that's going to be a problem because I really don't see it being much more than a couple of episodes long, this premise. True. And, and I think that too. I, if it's for the rest of the season, I think I'll pull my hair out. But, um, uh, but you know, for a couple of episodes, you know, and for, the, for, it to, for what it's going to eventually build to that I'm thinking it's going to be building to, uh, I'll put up with it at least. Which is, uh, you know, that you know Barry is looking to build his own speed force, much like as we learned last season, where uh, with Eobard talking to Nora, you know, learning that you know they have a 
the net, there's the negative speed force, mm-hmm. which is what uh, which is what Eobard runs on. We can only assume that there's going to be a positive one. Let, let's talk about that for a minute. Doesn't it seem like this is just another instance of of Thon manipulating Barry and Team Flash into doing what he wants them to? Think about it. Barry didn't get the idea for building this artificial speed force to replace the speed force until Thawne mentioned that he built his own. Yeah, that is, uh, that is Eobard being the puppet master. Yeah, because if I understand the negative speed force correctly, isn't it that he needs the speed force as much as Barry does? Because what he does is siphon speed force energy off of the speed force and then turn it into negative speed force? Possibly. I mean, you know, I bet I imagine they're going to be doing a, a type of yin and yang kind of thing, a yin and yang, uh, you know, where, you know, you can't have the negative without a positive. So, or some sort of um, something to balance it, you know, um, what is that like from Star Wars, uh, you know, one thing, uh, one thing affects uh, something else. Right. I think Snoke put it in uh, in the middle one that nobody likes to talk about. The dark will, when the dark the, the dark will grow and the light will rise to meet it, or something along those lines. I'm sure I butchered the quote, but that's the general idea. Yeah, I, I was thinking more of the prequels with uh, the Gungans and uh, uh, the others, like uh, with uh, I think the Qui Gon. It's Qui Gon's line. Um, or no, Obi Wan's. Uh, I'm blanking on it because I, I haven't seen uh, uh, the Phantom Menace in a very long time. Um, but basically, that premise of you can't have one without the other. And so I wonder if, even though he's in the body of Nash and he couldn't use his speed as Nash, um, if. Even if he did have his speed, I wonder if he too would be running on fumes because there's no positive speed force or regular speed force to balance it out. I'm pretty certain that would be the case because it seems to me that's how he operates. Because if we go back to uh, the flashes we did get of how Eobard Thon got stuck in the past in season one, we don't see him lose his speed until he technically succeeds in putting Barry off of becoming a hero. Once that happens, the the speed force is gone, and so is his speed. That's just my take on it. Yeah. That's a good point. And uh, I think you know, that, that definitely... And the more that we're talking about it, you know, the more I'm okay with the story now. Whereas like when I was watching, it's just like, oh, here we go again. But uh, no, like the the ideas that are coming out with this, I think, um, I think they're solid, and I think you know there will be a good story out of this. It's just when I saw it, it's you know something I had to kind of think and talk about first before I I really get into it. And I'll admit too, I wasn't uh, super excited to see Eobard again. Like I, I was more interested in the idea of Nash dealing with. Um, the different wells rather than just uh, 
you know, rather than Eobard. And and because Eobard's so dominating that it it's hard for the other wells to kind of stand out a bit on their own and have their moments to shine. But, uh, and I think the other problem too is just, you know, we know so little about Nash and have had so little for us to really care about him that, uh, like when, when Eobard is threatening Barry and uh, Cisco, it's like, I'm going to kill you, your family, and your friends. Once I'm done with you, I'm going to start with Nash. And it's like, is that supposed to really like hurt Barry? Like, I'm sure Barry cares, but uh, I think in the list of people Barry cares about. I'm pretty sure Nash is pretty low on that list. Yeah. He's probably low on a lot of people's list. And that, that comes really because he was introduced prior to crisis and didn't get much character development. And then all this other stuff's happening on the back end and he's not getting that much development. So, yeah, I think, I think the show's made a mistake and not really, this is what I would have done. I think the show made a big mistake, not really, um, exploring more between national Allegra because obviously that's going, Allegra is going to be the, the key point of uh, humanizing Nash and uh, making us invest in him is the, you know, the father daughter relationship. But because they've taken such a long time to really get there that at this point, I don't think anybody really cares. I mean, you know, the way that they should. Whereas if they had actually, you know, you know, going back to uh, Crisis when Nash helped, had Allegra use her abilities to, you know, find the door to the anti-monitor, mm-hmm. um, really, that should have started something that really built something. After Crisis, up until like maybe an episode or two ago, you have Allegra and Nash kind of build a friendship and then... Maybe Nash, you know, makes a mistake of, you know, going a bit too far, um, you know, and, you know, or like, you know, Allegra discovers the, the photo and that causes her to, to freak out and that kind of uh, puts their relationship in jeopardy, putting him at risk, you know, to be taken over by Eobard. I feel like there'd be a much stronger emotional tie for the audience and, uh, and this character. But at this point, it just hasn't built that connection yet. Yeah. That's too bad, too, because it, it could be an interesting story. Then again, yeah, I, we've had a lot of father-daughter stuff go on, or father-son stuff go on in The Flash, too. So it would actually, no, I was going to say something negative about that, but it would, it would actually fit the, the tone of the show. At least it would be something. Yeah, it would be something. It, even, and, uh, you know, I... Maybe they will use it to uh, bring Nash back. Um, but uh, even then, I don't feel like it's enough for it to... I, I don't feel like it's earned, I guess, um, is what I'm getting at. And it should be. And they have the pieces. But again, I mean, they uh, they did have to deal with crisis. And 
that kind of but they were able to at least tell a storyline with the blood work with crisis going on so uh, i don't know yeah yeah i'm not i'm not sure what they're working towards here i'm not not sure because they got so many they got now they got too many stories going on at once whereas it's too many whereas the ratio like just having you know the odd you know villain of the week thing going on in the first half and then blood work you know nicely spaced out in between set a, set a great tone for the way the first half of the season's going and yeah yeah i get the back end is coming off a crisis but uh yeah i mean maybe too many storylines they're trying to get in yeah no they're we have black hole so that's one plate spinning uh we have what's going on in the mirror with iris and uh ava um we have Barry and, to a certain extent, Wally losing their speed. Um, Cisco's trying to find himself. Ralph's trying to find Sue. Which, even though that is somewhat connected to the Black Hole story, it's still uh, another storyline. Um, Caitlin Snow also in this episode. Yes, uh, she does make an appearance, as does uh, Cecile. Yeah, one of the... <laughs> One of the big complaints that I've heard on other Flash talk shows, like TV talk and just other things I've heard, like on YouTube channels and whatnot, and I see where this is valid, there are a lot of characters in this show, and the show's getting a little bit bloated in that regard. Yeah, no, it makes sense that Cisco's kind of been gone for a while, because there just wouldn't be any room for him. Because we have, we have Chester, we have Chester somewhere there, whom we've only seen uh, once since his introduction. Right, but he's another character that we have a storyline for, and we'll probably see more of as the. I've actually heard that he goes. is supposed to be becoming a, a series regular as of next season. So makes sense. And I think Camilla too is supposed to be becoming a season regular. I mean, I already kind of see her as that already. Um, although, how can she when she's been taken out in this? Well, actually, I would say, for me, the most interesting thing about this whole episode was uh, the camera. Yes, the camera showing Mirror Iris for what she really is, a bunch of prisms in a humanoid-based shape. Right. And to me, like that, that actually, that was like the one moment in this episode when... Camilla took the picture and Iris immediately gets up and is like, delete that. Like that immediately was like, oh. Yeah, there's something up there. Yeah, I thought that too. Yeah. Yeah, to me, that was like the most uh, interesting part of this episode. Um, And and really, actually, yeah, I would say that and uh, not Iris, you know, is really been one of the more interesting parts of this whole uh, second back half of the season, you know, cause we have her and, you know, we know she's not the real Iris and here she is in this episode. She has to kind of be there for Barry as he's dealing with, you know, this really emotional moment where he's losing, you know, the speed force and she has to figure out a way how to relate to him and, comfort him in a way but 
you know, because she's not the real Iris, she can't exactly hit everything. And so she has right. to go for more of like a, and so I think this is, at least in this episode, I don't know if, you know, Barry will get the clues at all or not, but just her reaction for it, with it being more of like a selfish reason of like, hey, you know, let's do this for us. I think, I think this is the episode where things are really starting to, you know, the cracks are starting to form in the, the not Iris uh, persona. Yeah, because even, even Wally, he uh, just before he left to go off to his new Peace Corps uh, project, when he was talking to Joe, he said, everyone, keep an, eye, keep an eye on Iris for me. She's, uh, something's not right there. Right. She just seems He's off. the first one to, and he's really the first one to pick up on that intuitively. But yeah, overall, I think it was uh, a decent episode for what it, for what it is. It's, not one of my favorites, like you, I'll say that. It's not one of my favorites. I enjoyed the stuff that was going on, the responsible use of what Speed Force has left. I'm interested to see in seeing what they do to build their own artificial Speed Force. And I'm wondering, since the way the CW show has framed the different lightning colors, blue lightning is artificial connection to the Speed Force. I'm wondering if... At least in part, Barry's going to get some blue lightning going on and maybe for an episode or two become cobalt blue. Yeah, I, I could see that happening. You know who we haven't even really talked at all about is uh, Turtle 2. I wasn't impressed with that character. I know she was yeah. like the main main focus of the, the villain of the week, but no, I, I wasn't too impressed with her. No, I thought she had a cool ability. Yes, definitely. And I thought, I think the like that actually actually um when um that uh the Russian lady when she was like aged uh, to death, um like that was like oh that's interesting. Um, it's like the power set and everything is is really interesting, um, but really unfortunately for Turtle Two. She definitely feels more like a throwback to earlier seasons of being the villain of the week, and doesn't like I. I didn't get the sense that we'd be seeing much of her again, which is strange because we've been given two villains so far with um, Ultraviolet and Doctor Light uh, that we would be, you know, certainly seeing them again, right? And, uh, and it's a shame too, because I, even though like her personality wasn't very interesting, um, she definitely at least posed a threat, and she has the potential to be a, a dangerous villain to, to deal with. But unfortunately, there's just so much going on in this episode that she was more of just kind of uh, there than uh, than what she could have been. I think you could have told a really interesting story of uh, her, you know, of, you know, the Flash and team trying, you know, finding, you know, dead bodies, you know, in the city and stuff you know, that have been rapidly aged and lead up to like that or something. But unfortunately, it was just, uh, and actually, she would be an interesting villain to deal with, with Barry losing his speed 
when her ability is dealing with like stopping time. It would have been a, a an interesting, uh, you know, dichotomy, and uh, with uh, Barry losing his speed and everything. So I feel like that's a little bit of a waste of potential, unfortunately, because it's there. Yeah, I agree. It is definitely there. Um, and usually the show's pretty good about being on point thematically, and I don't understand why they didn't, you know, consider doing more with that. Especially because they've done so well with having more than just single episode villains. And maybe she'll get her abilities back. I don't know. I mean, it seemed like she was given the metahuman cure. Um, No, what they did was they they, uh, took Velocity X and rigged it so that when it injected her, it brought her to it, it brought her out of her powers and into normal time. Okay. Okay. That was, again, spoilers. I uh, fell asleep at some point uh, when I first watched this episode because, one, it wasn't the most exciting episode, and two, I've been kind of tired this week. Um, but, so that, I guess, that's more my fault of just... Uh, if they do bring her back, I would expect to see her probably as another villain of the week or a couple episodes next season. Yeah. Again, like I, the potential is there. Um, but again, just like the character herself, it wasn't all that interesting. As my, as my wife said, when I, I talked about this episode with her, it was just, she was just pretty much an accent and uh, that's it. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know about you, but I, I really don't have that much else to say in regards to this episode. Yeah, let me uh, pull up my notes really quick. Oh, nothing really other than um, it'll be interesting to see uh, how Not Iris explains uh, what had, well, tries to pretend to be upset about Camilla disappearing. Yeah, that will be interesting. Uh, and seeing where, where that mystery goes. And also, um, I would say... We didn't really talk all that much about Cisco, um, but he didn't really do and, all that much either. Yeah, which is a shame, you know, considering we've been waiting. You know, I think he didn't do all that much, and and everything. But I feel like uh, I did really enjoy the moment when he and Eobard are, are fighting, and Eobard tries to do the the vibrating chop, and. Uh, it just, you know, hits his, you know, hits Tisco in the chest and, you know, there's no vibration and the fight continues. And then, um, kudos to Cisco as well during the scenes with, uh, the scene with Eobard and Barry, because even though Cisco didn't really say anything, just the, the whole posture and his facial expressions right. during the whole thing really sold me that, like, Cisco was in it to to take care of uh, Eobard when he needed to. Uh, so, yeah, and I mean it's to be expected. He's a good actor, but I, I that really stuck with me during those scenes was actually uh, Cisco being more in the background. I I wonder too if Cisco is going to be the one to put down Eobard for this season. He may be. I think that I. Th- because they have to be doing something else with Barry. Um, I mean, unless, again, like last season, Eobard is the secret final boss, like it was last season. Um, 
And I, I hope not. You, I let the best for me. I feel like you run a risk if you use Eobard a bit too much. He's certainly fun, um, and he adds an element of chaos wherever he goes. Um, but if you use him too much, he loses that he loses that specialness. Yes, he does. So I think it would be better for them to get Barry to his new speed force and then be done with him for the season. Yep. I agree with that assessment. Overall, I'd give the episode a six out of 10, just because it did advance the storyline, the overall storyline for the back half of the season somewhat here and there. Yeah, I would give it a C. Um, maybe C minus. I I don't think I would give it a C plus. I would say it's actually, I've enjoyed our conversation about it more than <laughs> I enjoyed the episode itself. Um, so, you know, maybe it was just one that it, we had to, to think about some more before I, I really enjoyed it. But um, real quick, the, the review that I, I saw on IMDb as, I'm scro- as I was scrolling through earlier was somebody saying, I fell asleep three times watching this episode. And uh, yeah, I was definitely there too. But again, it's it is setting things up, and I did enjoy it. It was a good episode for speculation. Yes, absolutely. And it's I really just don't. It's tough to. It's tough. Like, where are we going? Like, it's kind of exciting. Um, you know, there's so many. Again, there's so many storylines that we have going right now. Yeah. That I. I don't really know, you know, in the past, we, you know, the previous seasons we've had, you know, we knew we would be dealing with the thinker. We knew we would be dealing with, um, Cicada. Um, is it, are, is Black Hole going to be the final big bad for this season? Is it going to be, is, I mean, it, it's logically, I think Eva's going to be the big bad for the end of the season, but, I don't know. Like it could be something else that we haven't even seen yet. She's definitely going to play a factor into it, but I, I just don't. And and there is something nice, refreshing about that, that, you know, we, everything's not kind of spelled out, you know, especially because we kind of felt like at the beginning of the season that got, maybe we got speed. Right. Um, And certainly he's there somewhere. Although we were thinking it's more going to be next season. Yeah, there's just so much uh, uncertainty right now. Again, it, again, it's refreshing, but at the same time, it um, does leave a, a lot of questions. Okay, so with that in mind, I think this would be a good place to call it. Yeah. So um, if you're listening now live uh, on any of the four or five channels uh, we've got going on now, because we're on Periscope, we're on YouTube, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitch... You can find us in any of those places, all under either Maple City Media or out of the Speed Force. You can follow the show on Twitter at Barry V. Eovard, me on Twitter at DRAllen201. Greg, where can I find you on Twitter? Uh, You can find me on Twitter at uh, Gregzorz, that's G-R-E-G-Z-O-R-Z. And if you want to just send us off an email, if you want got a, got something that's uh, going to take a little bit longer than 280 characters to say, you can always shoot us an email at reverseflashtime at gmail.com. 
or go to our website where we're hosted at maplecitymedia.wixsite.com slash home. Hit the SpeedForge link in the top uh, at the top uh, menu, and you can get a hold of us there, or just send a general all-encompassing hey from the page on the contact section. So with that, before I sign out, one other thing that we should mention, a little bit of uh, breaking news that's happened since... Uh, the episode is going on. Currently, production on all CW shows, Flash, Batwoman, well, I don't, I don't know if Batwoman's one of them, but all the CW shows along those lines are all currently um, stopping production due to, the, due to the COVID outbreak. I'm sure they've got a few episodes in the bank, so it's not like we're going to run out of uh, shows to see in the new area. And if we happen to run out of those, like Greg said earlier, we're, we'll go back and uh, pick up on season one where we left off, the beginning of the season six. Yeah. I, we definitely have a lot of uh, content to work up through. And with that, everybody, thanks for watching and listening, and we'll see you next week. See you later. Speed Force, a Maple City Media production.